too busy. Did you ever ask yourself that one? And, I, and how busy is too busy? I was privy to a conversation one day between two friars. Just in a moment of real honesty, he goes, I'm just, I'm just too busy. And then there was a moment of silence, you know, as that sort of sank in. And then the other friar said, maybe a little risky, a little cheeky, maybe. He said, we're as busy as we want to be. That's all I remember <laughs> before the, break, the fight broke out. <laughs> had to break them apart. Sometimes we make ourselves busy, not because we have to put food on the table and there's a pile of kids who need food feeding, but for other reasons. Sometimes we can be busy because we like the way it makes us feel. Some of our self-worth maybe is connected up to our productivity. I really believe that God's desire is that we work from a place of overflow. So even if we have to work like a dog, as they say, to just meet the basics, just to pay my rent and just to keep food on the table, there's still a way that we can do it from a place of overflow, meaning I'm receiving more than I'm giving, even when I have to give a lot. And that's the, that's the key. That's the sweet spot we want to try and get into. And God really does speak a lot about this. Very first book of the Bible, book of Genesis, the very start of the book of the Bible, we see God working in creation. He creates the world in seven days. That's a pretty fruitful week right there. He actually creates it in six days, doesn't he? Wow. Creates the world in six days. And then on the seventh day, he chills out. And at the end of each day, he also chills out. And it says, God saw what he had made and he saw that it was good. So what does he do? He does the work and then he stops and he goes, wow. So that can be a first key for us in our work. If we're just doing, 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 and we can't stop and, and go, do you know what? Thank God. It's a great way to just get out of this rat race mentality, this striving mentality, and get into a place of overflow by pausing at the end of your day, pausing during your work, breathing a little bit, and, and then just saying thanks, or just see, looking for the good of what you're achieving. And if you can't see any good in it, then maybe you need to change your job, or you just need to really ask God for, for revelation insight to be able to look into the depths of this thing and see what it is that you're actually achieving and what he is achieving through you. Jesus talked about work and rest in Luke's gospel in chapter 10, in the story of Martha and Mary. Jesus is over for for a hangout. Mary is all about Jesus, so she's just sitting at his feet, listening to him. Martha is very conscientious, and she is off getting the food ready, and she is working like a dog, getting ready, and she is, you know, every now and again, she maybe sticks the head in, and she sees Mary, but she just goes back to her conscientious baking and cooking, but you know, you know how it is, when this happens, right? Oh, working my face off. There she is, little princess that she is, sitting there doing nothing, leaving me to do all the work. I'm sure you have never been in that situation and you would just be overflowing with beautiful thoughts. I'm like, I'm so glad I can do this unselfishly here in the kitchen so that my lovely sister can, she needs this. She needs this really badly, far more than me. And I have lots of time with Jesus. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to pray while I do this. I'm, I'm going to do this near the door so I can hear Jesus. But no, Martha, <laughs> she is not listening. She is um, getting herself all stirred up and maybe a bit of self-righteousness is rocking in there, a bit of envy starting to roll. Not that I really know, but I'm guessing. Eventually, Martha erupts, as does happen. 
And uh, what does she do? She comes in and she gets angry at everybody. She gets angry with Jesus. She starts getting bossy. She doesn't just want to boss her sister and get her to do the work with her. She bosses Jesus and tells Jesus, Jesus, would you ever tell your woman to come in and help me? Isn't that great? I mean, it's terrible, but isn't that just so human? This saint is bossing Jesus around. Not in a good way, not in a saintly way. And what does Jesus rebukes her? He gives her a little Martha, Martha. He says her name twice, Martha, Martha. So Jesus kindly rebukes Martha because she's actually a good friend of his. And he says, Martha, Martha, you are busy about many things. And the word he uses in Greek kind of refers to being like divided into little bits. There's so many things you're running after. There's so many things that are important to you. Uh, but there's only one thing necessary, Jesus says. There's only one thing necessary. Mary has chosen the better part and it won't be taken from her. For all of us who struggle with being overly conscientious and working ourselves to the bone, <laughs> that can be a hard word to hear, can't it? Can be. Now, Jesus is not saying, I want you all to just chill out and not do any work. He's like, no, we need to do work. But he is saying, get the focus right, get the priorities right. And if we get the priority right, the focus right, then we're going to work from overflow, not from overwhelm not from burnout. And what is, what is this one thing? Well, just prior to this, in chapter 9 of Luke, we heard the voice of the Father saying, this is my beloved Son, listen to him. This is on the mountain of transfiguration. So this, this commandment of the Father to listen to the Son, to listen to his word, to be fed by him. Let yourselves be fed. Martha was so busy trying to feed Jesus, and maybe she wasn't even trying to feed Jesus. Maybe she was maybe trying to feed her ego. Maybe she was like some of us trying to escape from stuff. So she's, I'm going to do this so well and Jesus is going to just praise me and it's going to be awesome. I'm going to feel great. And, uh, and she misses out. She's looking for some side, side dish that isn't actually, that Jesus isn't serving. Jesus is serving his love and his word right there. And she could have had access to it while she was doing her work. She could have stayed in that place of grace, but she took herself off. So Jesus says, it's not don't do all the little things, you know, we've got to do this and this and this and this and this. But don't do that excessively. Don't do that unnecessarily. Be as simple as possible. And however many things you have to do, how many little bits you're cut into, we can bring all of those bits together, all of those obligations in our life and all of our busyness, if we stay focused on the one thing necessary, which is his presence, which is allowing him to love us which is staying always in that seventh day, in that place of rest, always maintaining our peace, always remembering he's with me, always doing my work for him. So I'm, I'm shoulder to shoulder with him. I'm not a slave try, trying to earn the weekend, you know, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. It's like, no, 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 I am a son, I am a daughter, and I'm working side by side, not just with Jesus, my brother, with God the Father. And it's his vineyard I'm working in. Even if I'm working in a factory, even if I'm doing something that's nothing to do with the gospel, objectively speaking, I can really be doing this labor to the Lord, for him, with him, in him. So how busy is too busy? Too busy is when I take my eyes off God. Then I've made a little God out of my work. I've entered back into some form of slavery. So if, that, if you found that, if you find yourself getting burned out, if you find yourself getting just lost in work and overwhelmed in work. Remind yourself, what is the one thing necessary? Refocus. 
on that one thing. Refocus on Jesus, on relationship with him, and even work on relationship with him through your work, not just after your work. Pause, breathe, give some more space for him. I hope this has been helpful. God bless you.